Hey guys, how's it going? Zeg here. I'm with Matt. Let's say hi. Hello. <laughs> this is episode seven of our Digital Bromance podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Time's flying, huh? Time is flying. Episode seven. We have over 100 plays. We're 10% of the way to getting Zach on our, on our rap. <laughs> Get yep. Zach's own rap. That'll be good. Yeah, looking forward if to it. you have no idea what Matt is talking about, you should go and check our. Um, no, it wasn't the episode before. It's like episode four. Like episode three or four, yeah. Three. Do yourself a favor. Go and listen to every single episode to figure out what we're talking about. Exactly, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, here we go. Last Friday, we took sort of a free approach to our podcast. We were talking about a lot of silly stuff, most likely. Yeah. But that's what Fridays are going to be about. We are calling it... Was it Free Fridays? Uh, well, I was calling it Fuck It Friday, but, you know. It's Free Friday. <laughs> <laughs> it is Free Fridays. Uh, so that's what's going to happen with Fridays. We're just going to be talking about random stuff, what we had for breakfast, and <laughs> what games we've played and movies we've seen and, and whatever comes to mind. However, you'll today... Get, you'll get more of a, a, a slice of our personality. From the I Fridays. think so. Yeah. I think so. So if you're interested in who we are as people... Then Fridays are for you. However, today is Monday, and we are here to provide value. Marketing oh, Monday. Marketing Monday. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's too cheesy. <laughs> we'll forget. We'll forget the little names. Yeah, it's okay. getting a bit cheesy. Okay, I mean Marketing Monday. Yeah, but we'll see about that. We'll see about that. <laughs> we have a few topics prepared today. Okay. Um, we're going to be talking about websites and how they fit in your overall marketing strategy. We shall be talking about bad habits in social media marketing, um, which I'm sure Matt will enjoy because that's what his blogs were about, basically. Yeah. Uh, talking to marketers and asking them questions with a little bit of aggress- aggressivity. Is that the word? Aggressiveness? Aggressiveness. Yeah. Aggressiveness. Uh, all in good, all in good um, faith. That's a really bad promotion for my blog. <laughs> like, don't, don't, don't read Matt's blogs because you'll be like, oh my, I want to You'll start home. crying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and yeah, so let's get into it, Matt. Let's go. Topic number one, we just launched our new website. Yeah, I'm very excited. Uh, it looks I'm great. excited as well. I'm excited as well. In, in case you guys want to check it out, it's www.romeandjules.com. Um, it's our new website. It's been in the works for a while. And yeah, extremely excited to launch it. Uh, this is definitely not a self-promotion, but <laughs> please, <laughs> not please so. check it out. Uh, but I thought it's a, it's a good day to talk because we have launched today. I think it's a good day yeah. to talk about how do we as marketers, well, pre- predominantly social media marketers, mm-hmm. how do we see websites fitting in that overall strategy? Yeah. Um, and it's going to be a little bit of a different look because somebody that is, you know, maybe in web design or web development is going to have a different opinion than us. Um, so I think it's interesting for you guys to hear what our thoughts are yeah. on websites in 2018. Well, almost 19, but yeah. I know. This, this year has flown past. It's, it's crazy. So I, Matt... It's so crazy, right? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What's, anything comes to mind when I say websites? Websites, I mean, personally, I see websites as being, like, a, a part of the, the process, right? Uh, a part of your kind of marketing process. So, 
you know, people can find your website through whether you're advertising or whether it's word of mouth or whatever. But at some point, they need to come towards uh, a kind of representation of your mm-hmm. company, probably online. I mean, I, I, I saw a st- statistic that said uh, 47% of Gen Z use uh, like the internet and social media to get uh, uh, an idea of the reputation of a brand mm-hmm. or whatever, or to find out more. So, and, and and that's true. I mean, a lot of people will go onto companies' websites, either like looking at reviews or whatever, just to get a, a, a deeper understanding of what you're all about and so on. So, I mean, we, we've come across it plenty of times where, you know, maybe the marketing strategy, a client's marketing strategy is okay, but, or, or good, whatever it may be, but they get let down by their website or their landing page, whatever it is. And, you know, the kind of deflection of, of any clients or potential customers or whatever just uh, goes go, go so high if you have such a like a, a kind of bad website because it is a representation of your of your company on on the internet so i mean i just see it as a process and and the kind of marketing mm-hmm. strategy and if you have that you know link in the chain as it's not as strong as it could be then you know the chain will break and you won't get that that client or, or customer, whatever it may be. Hundred yeah. <laughs> <laughs> percent. Yeah, that's well put. I think for me, I agree with what you just said. I would maybe just add a few things in yeah. terms of uh, the website itself. I think a lot of businesses get stuck in. You know, we need a really good website. Yeah. Uh, that's probably going to cost us a lot of money. Yeah. And you know, maybe we should wait a little bit so on, so on. I, I understand that completely from a business owner's perspective. I totally get that. I I would say my advice to that was would be, you know, stay away from coming up with the perfect website. It's not really what it is about. Um, what it is about, however, is the experience that the user is going to have when they come to a website. I don't necessarily care about beautiful photographs and, you know, beautiful graphics uh, left and right. However, what I care about is is Simo's experience. If I can go to your website and it's simple, but it works. And I know this is a bit vague, but what I'm trying to say here is, you know, do I get the info that I'm looking for? Yeah. Um, If I visit your website, is it not just a self of self of? It's not just a load of self-promotion, a lot of text. If it's a lot of text, you know, I get a bit, mm, I don't yeah, feel like I'm, reading I'm it. You know, if, is it optimized for mobile? Because most people are probably coming to your website through mobile. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes down to little things, you know, like, can I see the font? Can I read it? Uh, or do I have to pinch and zoom in? Uh, it's those extra steps that will put me off. And something yeah, I mean, that... Mm-hmm, I, sorry. Like, I, I personally like... With the whole text thing, I'm 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 completely the same. The amount of times that I've come onto a website and it's just packed with text, yeah, yep. and it's it's almost like you can feel it in your eyes. Like your your eyes can't adjust to the <laughs> the thing that they're probably wanting you to read. You just yep. get overwhelmed with with how much reading there is, and it's it's quite a bad thing. And I'm, I'm sure like if you started using these marketing strategies or putting those kind of websites out like a hundred years ago when people are used to reading that much like it probably work a bit better a hundred but... years ago that's when <laughs> that's when Matt thinks internet was um invented a hundred years ago <laughs> okay i mean that's not really what i was saying but i'm joking i'm joking um yeah no you're so right i think try to show rather than tell 
So if you have good case studies, use those case studies. You know, if you have whatever you have, right? Um, just, just don't don't overwhelm the user. It, try to, try to put yourself in their shoes. They might have it. It might be their first interaction with your business, the very first point of touch. And if the first thing that they see is a lot of text, the chances that they will just leave. Um, so yeah, I think that's what it is in terms of something that Matt has touched on, and that's landing page. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to clarify that and give you guys a little bit of perhaps tip, a tip, tips, advice. Um, what I've seen a lot of businesses do badly over the years um, being in social media marketing is that they, you know, they might run a couple of ads on Facebook or Instagram or wherever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, their conversion um, objective. So they're trying to get people to go to their website or, or traffic objective. And people land on their website and it has nothing to do with the actual ad. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it, you are trying to take the customer on a journey. You're trying to get them from A to B. Let's say that I see an ad that is talking to me about health insurance. And the ad itself is actually talking about an offer, right? You know, mm-hmm. something along the lines of if you sign up today, you will get this blah, 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 right? Yeah. I click on the ad and I land on the website of the health insurance company. And I'm like, well, okay. I, th- I thought I'm clicking on the offer. Exactly. Yeah. Why am I reading about the, co- I don't care about the company right now. I just want that offer that I've seen. And that's where landing pages come in play. You know, build a landing page for, for your advertising um, efforts, because that's how we will eventually convert the customer into a paying customer. Yeah, it's you need to take them on a clear ass journey from A to B, right? It needs to be clear. It needs to be smooth and a completely painless experience. Um, that's something to keep in mind when, when you know, a lot of people put money into advertising, thinking that, you know, whatever's going to happen. Um, a lot of people use the boost option on Facebook and thinking, you know, I'll get traffic to my website and people yeah. will magically turn into customers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just not what happens. And um, keep in mind, the smoother the journey uh, the higher chance of converting those people. Yeah, 100%. It should feel like a kind of natural thing for for them to, mm-hmm. to, to either like want the offer or to, to uh, want to give them information over because you've taken them on that journey that explains how, either how good your service or how good your product so that it's, it's mm-hmm. a no-brainer for them because obviously for you, you believe in your service or your product or whatever it is you do. Uh, it's just convincing them about the same the same thing, you know. Yep. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, how how does our website play in in our own strategy? I think it's it might be useful um, to share that for some people. Yeah. And Matt, feel free to jump in I at will. any point. I will do. For us, the website is not the first point of touch. Um, there's there's several reasons for that, um, and I think this applies to a lot of businesses out there. Obviously, if you can get your SEO right, even though SEO takes a lot of time, uh, if you can get your SEO right, you know, you might rank higher. You use all the different tools such as Google My Business, you know, to get higher, get higher. It works. Don't get me wrong. It definitely works. But these things take time, especially if you're in a niche or an industry that is as popular. You know, like we're in social media. We're a social media agency, based hands down. And we're in London. And there's a lot of social media agencies in London. 
So we need to be a bit crafty about how do we get people from London to notice us. It's not going to be through the website alone. So part of our strategy is, is this podcast, for example. Yeah. We are just trying to provide value to people, you know, whether it's in blog form where we write blogs about maybe you should do this or, you know, have a look at that when it comes to marketing in your business. And we get the odd comment, you know, and then we connect with people and we talk to them. We get them on a, on a phone call or a video conference call. We nurture that relationship. So it starts usually on socials for us. Uh, LinkedIn's been a strong platform for us. And then we nurture the relationship. And what happens in that mix is that somewhere throughout that conversation, people will want to know what we're about. So it's either us providing them with the website. Oh, by the way, have a look. You know, this is what we've done in the past. And it might give you a better idea of what we're all about. Or they will do that on them on their own without asking, obviously, or without giving us the heads up, right? Uh, they will go on Google and they will type Roman Jules, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they will go through the website. And the website is there to convince them that we are legit, right? That what we talk about is what we offer to our clients. The website is there to showcase the case studies, you know, to show that, remember, we mentioned that client we work with, but here's the project. Feel free to have a look, see what we've done for the client. And yeah, so I would say our website is somewhere in the middle mm -hmm. of this whole nurturing relationship. Um, and it's a big, big, big support of, of uh, trying to acquire the customer rather than the sole focus or definitely. the very first point. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, anything to add, Matt? <laughs> um, I mean, you've you've pretty much. I feel quite covered... good about that one. Yeah, I, know, I mean, you, you covered you covered that pretty well. Um, I mean, like, I mean, there's not there's not much to add because you've basically just good good <laughs> put, put down the whole process. But I mean, for us, definitely, it's obviously not the the first point of contact uh, for people. It's the kind of it's it's as I said the a, a link in the chain, um, yeah, a link in the chain, yeah. But you know, it just needs to be really, really clear cut what you do, uh, so that for people it's not a hassle to fi to figure out or to make that decision in their mind. Mm -hmm. I mean, for us, we this website that we've just launched it 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 covers you know everything that we do from from the content that we put out to the work that we've done to you know. Everything that encapsulates us, uh, it's, it's on here. And, and that's basically, in my mind, and I'm pretty sure in your mind as well, uh, it's that kind of complete package uh, mm -hmm. of a website. Yeah. No, I, I, there's not much to add to that. You, you covered it pretty well. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. I feel today like I'm in a good good mode of like just providing a ton of value. I feel like, I don't know, man. It's just one of those days, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just keep on fucking rambling. Um, yeah, you just keep talking. <laughs> let's okay. So let's go to your topic. Okay. Bad habits in social media marketing. What comes like first thing that comes to mind when I say bad habits? Bad and habits. This, this this could be marketers themselves, or it could be business owners trying to do their own thing, or I mean, whatever comes to your mind. I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind is, is from a point of view of business owners. Mm -hmm. uh, marketers, I mean, some, yeah, right, let's leave marketers, right? <laughs> business owners. Um, <laughs> the, the, the main thing that comes to my mind when I think about business owners and bad uh, social media marketing strategies is 
their choice of content. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 a thing, a big thing for me that I see over and over again. Because obviously, I'm in contact with a lot of of business owners and mm-hmm. and, and people involved in the kind of marketing of their businesses. Um, and yeah, the bad habits is basically the content they put out. And what that content is. So what is, what makes a bad content then? That's what I'm about to come on. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious. Uh, for me, it's it's selling, right? Mm-hmm. It's 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 100% all content you're putting up is selling and self-promotion and mm-hmm. whatever it is, right? It's if One of the main things that I'll, I always think about is if I see your name, like subconsciously, psychologically, I will be making some kind of association with that name. Just mm-hmm. subconsciously, straight away. You know, if I see your name, I'm like, well, okay, I know Zach's about to provide me with some great value here, so I'll, I'll keep reading. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, with some people, you see their name and you, you automatically know what's coming. You know, yeah. there is going to be some kind of self-promotion or, or, or sales post about uh, what they can provide or whatever and the thing is after a while when you start to when you start to see that name you won't pay attention to what's being sold or, or what you're trying to say so as yeah. a business owner you know it may seem like oh yeah the more the more sales i put out the more stuff that we chat about about you know the client that we worked with and, and how great a job we did then the more people will trust us and they'll, they'll want to mm-hmm. work with us and so on and that's just not the case um after a certain amount of time people will stop paying attention to what you're posting the engagement of your post will drop dramatically because people don't care, right? Mm-hmm. People don't care about if if they want to buy something, right? Then they'll, they'll they'll fucking buy it, right? They're not gonna they're not gonna be changing their mind because you 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 did some great fucking job over in Dundee or something at the weekend. Like it's not gonna happen. Uh, like, <laughs> it's very specific. Very specific. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just it's, I see this all the time, right? Um, personally. The, the strategy that we kind of take is uh, can be implemented here. You know, you should be practicing what we preach. <laughs> uh, so on the value-based or even the personalized uh, side of things, and I know I go on about personalization a lot, but it's, it's really important to me. Um, if, if you're personalizing your posts, so I'm getting a deeper insight into what your company is about and, uh, you know, maybe the people that work there or the things that are mm-hmm. going on in the office, and I get, I get an idea of the, the tone of your company. I mean, because you can have kind of these companies that are quite hipsterish in their approach to 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 what they're all about. You know, they'll have the the I don't know the bean bags in the corner of the meeting room with the segways going about the place. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you can have these kind of corporate type type companies that are all offices and you know come in suits, whatever it is, right? If I can get an insight into that just through social media, like little kind of light light touches of your company, then I have much more of a base interest and base trust in your in your company mm-hmm. than if you're bombarding me with uh you know sales sales posts so i mean that's 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 a main bad habit is because people trust too much in their in their you know their own self-promotion but in mm-hmm. fact people don't really give a fuck about your self-promotion so there you go that's 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 you one can... of bad <laughs> we can tell that you're pretty passionate about it and i love that i love to hear that um yeah, obviously, there's nothing else than to agree with that. I mean, so we're, we're not the only people talking about this, I think. Not at all, no. Hopefully, every single marketer on the planet, and we love you all. I mean, we're part of the part of the gang, but yeah. hopefully everyone will kind of get to a point where... See, but 
I think you... about this, right? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to be saying in five, ten years' time when everyone's doing what, I, what I'm telling them, right? Yep. Well, you're like, out of business. Like, you're out of no, business. No, no, no. I'll probably be like, <laughs> man, I fucking hate personalization, right? <laughs> right? If you're if you're putting up personal posts, then fucking stop it, right? <laughs> yeah. Tell me what you're selling. Tell me what you're selling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that's that's possible. Who knows, right? I, I mean, really hope not, man. Hopefully, I'll figure out some other tactic before then. <laughs> I, I think so. I think so. I think so. Um, I'm not going to touch on that because I think that was that was pretty much what it is. Uh, there's not much I can add to that. Can uh, I think of any other bad habits? I definitely can. I definitely okay. can. Um, for me, one that I... I don't hate it. I mean, that's a strong word, right? But <laughs> I dislike it. Okay. Um, is erratically posting stuff. Okay. And and I'll go I'll go a bit more into that. Thank you. I do understand that if you're a small, I hate you. If you, under, <laughs> if you understand that, blah blah blah. I understand personally that if you're a small business one man operation, it's very difficult to have everything. You know, ha- have a process for everything, if you will. Yeah. I totally get it. You know, there's a lot of things in your day, and social media is probably not the first thing that you care about when you get up. Uh, 100% understand that. But there's so many tools. Nowadays, some of them are free. Um, they're limited, you know. Maybe you can only connect to three accounts, one account, but yeah. whatever, right? There are tools that are for free that you can use to uh, schedule your content. And what I'm talking about here is, I'll give you an example. Let's say that there's a business and three days they don't post anything, right? So when I'm on my Facebook feed or LinkedIn, could be Instagram, I don't see any content from you. And that's okay. I, I don't have you on my mind. Yeah. So wh- when you're not posting, that's fine. Like I don't have a negative feeling towards that. And then comes Friday, for example, and your company profile has posted seven things. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's that's kind of strange, you know. Like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Did did somebody took over your Instagram, or like, is this the new strategy that you'll be running from now on? And then for ten days, there's nothing. Yeah. So that yes, I am speaking from a market marketer's point of view a little bit here. Um, it does annoy me, but if I try to think of myself as a user of Instagram. You know, maybe I liked your company because, uh, I don't know, you did that one job for me that I fucking loved. Um, or you did a good job for my friend. And I thought, like, I'm going to follow these guys. You know, I, I kind of want to know more about them. Are they really that good, as, as Jack told me? Um, whatever that is, whatever the reason is, if I all of a sudden see you post so much stuff that's even kind of weird, right? Meaning yeah. that... The pictures are whatever Relevant. they are. The, the copy that's under the picture doesn't even... I don't even know what you're talking about at that <laughs> point. And then I don't hear about you. And then you do that again and again and again. There is zero... Like, I guarantee there is zero value to what you're doing. So in that case, either stop it completely. <laughs> because there's honestly... No, honestly, let's be honest. No, 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 I know. I know. It's yeah, probably I better if you, you know, if you don't really have time and you need to focus on, you know, I don't know, right? On your actual business, then you're probably much better off that way. Yeah. Um, again, you know, like we preach social media, but I'm, I'm never ever going to say that social media is for every, everyone, every business. Yeah. It's not. 
if it comes down to it, it's not. And if you need to use your energy somewhere else, I totally get it. If it brings revenue to your business, well, fucking do it, yes. Um, but don't try to, like, catch up with everyone. You know, like, don't try to, over the weekend, post 17 things because you feel like, oh, fuck, I've been quiet for a while. Yeah. Um, what's much better, download the tool, register with the tool, whether it's Buffer or, or Hootsuite, whatever that is, and, you know, sit down on a Sunday evening, schedule one post a day for the next week. That's seven posts. I'm pretty sure you can do that. And it's mm-hmm. going to make you seem much, much more focused. It's going to make you seem like there's probably someone taking care of that. You know, there's, there's so many benefits to that. People will look at you in the light of their, you know, they have a clear strategy. Yeah, their, they have, they have like an agenda about something. their strategies. There. Yeah, exactly. And, and people that are non-marketers, they don't think of it this way. Oh, they have a strategy, you know. Yeah. No, they don't. But they see you on a daily basis, maybe 5 p.m. That's your time when you post. And, and I'll get used to it. And if that content is good, if it provides me with something, as Matt said before, if it gives me behind the scenes into your company or it provides me with value, you know, maybe if, if you're a roofer, right, you're a roofing company and you post about tips, how to check my roof, you know, or how to really quickly fix a leak or something. Yeah. I'm talking, I'm chilling bullshit here, right? I know nothing about roofs, <laughs> but that's very valuable yeah. because there's going to be people, you know, that are having that problem. At, at the given time mm-hmm. uh, and then you become this savior so erratical posting I hate it man like, I honestly hate it I said I don't hate it it's a strong word <laughs> at the end of this rant I <laughs> do hate yourself it because I don't understand um, Yeah, no I do understand and that's worse I guess um, <laughs> if I didn't then, then I'd be like why Why are those people doing it I think they're just trying to catch up and that's what it is yeah I mean there's, there's a obviously for a lot of people there's um that, that fear in their mind that they're almost losing the, the foot race on yep. the, the marketing yep. side. So, exactly. you know, they, they may not have the time or the, the energy to put towards keeping their socials updated or exactly. creating content to post. So when it comes to, you know, the end of the week, like, oh, shit, I need, to, I need to catch up with that. And they, they put it all out. On, but... on that note, mm-hmm. a- another thing I think to think about when you're uh, a startup or when you've just launched your social media channels, don't go crazy. Like at the very beginning, I've seen people go three posts a day and they managed to do that for three months, right? Yeah. And then they stopped. And they maybe did only one a day or maybe one every three days. It would be totally fine if they did that from the very beginning. But because I was used to something and then all of a sudden that company slowed down, the first thing that comes to my mind is... Oh, are, is something bad happening? Like, yeah, exactly. They used to post so much. They post all these tips and stuff. And now... They're, they're dropping you know, their standards. Yeah, like, problems with the cash flow much? No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> um, think about the psychological... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Impact, I guess. Yeah. Uh, that all you do on social media, because it is so visible, everybody can see it. It's not behind the curtain. Everything has its own role. And... Um, yeah, so please do post, but have some kind of a schedule or some sort of a strategy in place. Even if you're a tiny, tiny, tiny business, one-man band, freelancer, um, the sooner you get some strategy in place, it will make you feel better. 
That's that's <laughs> that's my that's the end of my rant. It will make me feel better, hundred <laughs> percent guaranteed. No, it's all about consistency. Yeah, um, of course. You know, if you're consistent with your marketing, whatever, then you'll be consistently in people's minds and consistently the the go to person in people's minds for whatever mm-hmm. it is that you're you're promoting. Um, and obviously, don't promote too much. <laughs> don't promote too much, or Matt, Matt is gonna get on your I'll hunt, I'll hunt on it. your case. <laughs> <I'll hunt it. laughs> um, uh-huh. I'm trying to think of, of some more bad habits. I think I think that's enough. I don't want to get to, here's to the bug th- down here's on the, the, on the rants. Yeah, yeah. On I the... mean, we've probably just spent about twenty minutes. Yeah, and also <laughs> there's a lot of negativity in that, right? I yeah. let's let's bring some positivity into the into the plate into the place <laughs> on the plate. I don't know something let's like cook, that. Let's cook some positive. Let's, let's cook some get positive chicken. Yeah. Um, okay, chicken. Right. There's a don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people doing amazing jobs, and a few episodes back we've talked about uh, the company called uh, Taft. Taft. Um, it's a shoe company. I was blown away with what they do on Instagram. So even people like me or Matt, whose job is social media, you know, we get surprised by people. Oh, and 100%. All the it's, time. it's very often as well. Yeah, exactly. It's not like it happens every now and then. It's very often you see a company or a, a person, you know, try different things and and um, there's that consistent. They have all these key aspects in place. So then it's all about the content, right? And the only thing that you can do then is surprise people. Um, so, yeah, I just don't want to make people feel like, you know, like we are, we know the best. Everyone thinks shit. No, no, no. Uh, not no, at I, all. I have, I have like hundreds and hundreds of, of saved posts uh, yeah. of, of people that are basically... Killing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because it's, a, it's inspiration and B, it's just mm-hmm. awesome to see, uh, you know, is there, ideas. And, is and, there any brand that comes to your mind? Like, it can be a big brand that comes to your mind that is doing a really good job, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, let me go. I want to go on my Okay. My well, you, you go and I'll, I'll, I'll share Yeah, you mine. keep walking. You keep, yeah. I'll keep walking. walking. <laughs> <laughs> keep talking. I'll keep walking. Um, there's a couple of brands that come to my mind when it comes to Instagram. Um, Red Bull. Yeah, well, yeah, well, totally. well, Red Bull, even Facebook, doesn't really matter. Red Bull just do an amazing job across the board. Uh, you can see, you can tell that social media is in the heart of what they do. Um, that's how people share their content. That's how so many people hear about them. How many fucking posts have you seen from Red Bull trying to sell you a can of fucking drink? Yeah. Like about zero, right? Yeah. So you could ask yourself, why is a company that sells drinks? Yes, they, they are doing a lot of things now. Um, but they do, still, still, they, they do still sell an energy drink. And mm-hmm. they're all about sharing adrenaline, you know, uh, infused events and sponsoring great athletes. And the way they choose to show that content on social media is just so flawless. It's mm. it's just so good, man. So I've been following Red Bull for ages now, and not there wasn't a single moment where I would be like, you know, I might unfollow them because the content's getting too much, or yeah, um, I'm not enjoying it anymore. No, I still follow them, and as so many other people. So Red Bull comes to mind first. Uh, have you have you opened up your Instagram yet? I am still looking. <laughs> okay. Um, second brand that comes to mind. 
Huh, would be probably. It's a difficult one, man. Just Red Bull is so easy for me. Yeah, Red. Yeah, once you said Red Bull, I was. Yeah, like... Red Bull is so easy to me. Um, I'm trying to think of a smaller brand actually that people can check check out for them. Okay, so here's a company. I'm gonna go really local right now. Okay. Uh, this is shoes again. I don't know what it is with shoes. <laughs> uh, there's a company called Vasky. That is V A S K Y. Vasky. Okay. It's a shoe company. It's a don't don't be alarmed when you go to their page. It's all in Czech language, so it's mm-hmm. not in English. But it's kind of interesting to to check that out. Uh, they're a small company from a small town in Czech Republic. It was established by founded by two guys, I think. And they're all about handmade shoes, right? So when you order a shoe from them, they actually make that shoe. They they don't pre-make the shoes, as far as I know. I might be wrong. Yeah. And they went full on influencer marketing. So their page is basically shared photos from people that actually bought the shoes. I don't know the behind the scenes, how they approach influencers, you know, what's the deal there. But their content is so nice. It is yeah. just it is just so nice. They are not selling the shoes per se, you know, meaning like here's an offer, you know, there's only 24 hours. You can buy these shoes for 50% off. Yeah. Uh, they haven't done it once. And I've been thinking about buying shoes from them. So that that one is a, is a is a good example of like a local company you know quite small yeah. uh targeted to uh, to a market to a national market uh not really international and they're doing a really good job really good job organically yeah, so, yeah totally yeah Matt, you have to jump in because i'm running out of ideas <laughs> i mean like i'm kind i'm kind of disappointed in myself because i'm going through all this stuff and uh i can't i don't want to like what i have here is not companies that are, are killing it it's maybe just like it's oh, things yeah, that i'm yeah. like oh that's made everyone sad right now i'm sorry because everyone's sorry. like i'm trying to make it seem like it's achievable <laughs> and that, yeah, I don't know. yeah i mean like what's that this is <laughs> this is like maybe off topic right mm-hmm. but i don't really care it's come to mind and i remember it being as like a little smart i, I thought that was quite funny Mm-hmm. Do you know what the company is? 3M. 3M, that's it. Right. 3M a while back had this kind of marketing strategy. And it's not really to do with social media. I'm sorry, guys. Right. But it's 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 to do with thinking outside the box, right? And I liked it. Basically, 3M had this brand new glass, um, like this bulletproof kind of glass. Mm-hmm. They would they'd sell it to whoever needs it, basically, right? But as a marketing strategy, in America, they created like a kind of bus shelter. Uh, well, they didn't create the bus shelter, but you know how you have the kind of ads on the bus shelters. They kind of they roll around, and you know what I'm on about, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Right, okay. So <laughs> uh, basically, what they did is they took the the mechanism bit of that, put two bits of their brand new glass on either side, and then put a million dollars in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And you can see the million dollars, and it basically just said on it like. If you break the glass, then you can get it. And then <laughs> uh, they created this video where they basically filmed all the people trying to mm-hmm. break into it. And, uh, you know, no one can break into it. People are coming. People are going going to their house, coming back with, like, hammers and stuff, <laughs> trying to take it out, and, it's, and it doesn't work. But Oh, that's great. I mean, I, I that's just a, thought that's it was a really... Great, that's a great, like, social media campaign stunt. Yeah. 
um yeah for sure no that sounds really good no, I just thought um, it was really clever. I mean, it's like it's like advertising, you know, the quality of the glass, but it's also creating some kind of fun yeah, of for potential potential consumers. At the same time, it's so easily shareable because exactly. it has that it's, it's funny viral um, effect to it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, that's a good example. Um, okay, so let's move on to the topic numero tre. Numero um, tre. I think it's tre. I'm not sure. And uh, <laughs> uno, dos, tres, cuatro. Yeah, I think it's tres. Maybe okay. tres, not tre, tres. That doesn't. Um, three, <laughs> three. <laughs> and topic number three. I thought, okay, we spoke about how websites, um, you know, fit in that marketing mix, if you will. Yeah. We gave you a little bit of an insight how we um, use our website in that mix, and I think. That might have not been extremely interesting for you, but there might be a few bits here and there that you can take from that and perhaps implement or even just to go over your own strategy and and uh, reevaluate, you know, am I doing the right thing here? Uh, if I if I could take anything from that, it would be the landing pages. So uh, that one I think is pretty important and uh, make sure that if you're putting money into advertising, you don't just burn the money. Um, you think of that whole A to B process. Yeah. Uh, topic number two that we've covered. I don't know why I'm doing the recap. But I feel like I have to. Uh, <laughs> we talked about some bad habits in social media marketing. Again, guys, if you if you if you caught yourself being one of those, you know, misbehaving marketing naughty people devils, <laughs> then then do something about it. It doesn't really take a lot to change that. Um, it's literally just changing the strategy or putting a strategy in place. And as a last thing, we try to bring up a few people or brands, if you will, that did a good job or are doing a good job when it comes to uh, social media marketing. And to end today, because we've been talking for a while, I have a last question for you, Matt. Okay. Jesus. Are you ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> Can we cut it? Can we cut and it'll give me some time to think? No way, no way, no way. We're, we're won't real time. Thing, real time. Yeah. This is like, this is like, this is like. <laughs> um, let's say that I was a company. So just pretend mm-hmm. that I'm a company, right? Okay, Zach the company. <laughs> Zach the company. And I have just decided to launch my um, Chinos company. Okay. So I'm selling Chinos, which. Okay. I think everybody knows what chinos are, right? Yeah, I yeah. feel like, okay. So, so those are <laughs> trousers, guys. Um, so I've launched a chinos company. Yep. And the chinos are fucking great, man. Like they're fitting, man. They look great. You know, we have all the processes of delivery and ordering in place. And we're just about to launch our social media channels, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, what would you say or what what advice would you give me <laughs> that that one big advice right that the big vision the big picture advice not like the small steps you know you should do this and that but what would be the big picture advice what would be the big picture advice for, uh-huh. for a new a company, company that is just starting the socials yes you know we, we we've had so we have we have sales like we're not struggling we're growing our business and, you know, we're finally getting into socials. I mean, the big advice is obviously utilize. <laughs> I don't really know how to go about this question, right? But some advice, right, 
is obviously just making sure that your socials are uh, a utilised platform um, and whether that's just creating a kind of, uh, you know, I don't know how to put it, almost like a cult following in a way, mm-hmm. right? Because the brands that I love the most are when they're just kind of, they're like a product or whatever, they sell a product, but there's some kind of activity or or entertainment value behind the advertising strategies behind uh, the product of the company. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not really too sure <laughs> what you mean by the big advice for like a, oh, a serious man. company. I'm like, I, I, I really don't know what you mean. And I like thought a, this is such a smart segment. Okay, I've, I've completely failed here. I'm uh, sorry, Zach. I'm sorry. I don't that's really okay. Know what you mean. I, th- I think that's me who failed here. I thought what would be a cool thing to do at the end, right? Yeah. Um, I thought it would be like pretend that somebody just approached us with the, with the thing, and yeah. almost be like, "What's that one thing I can do to make to you know, to, to to make a killer um, social media content or or um, anything would, like that?" So I would try and create a cult following. I will cult following. Okay, I'll take this one and tomorrow. Yeah, no, you, sorry, you on take... Wednesday. On Wednesday, you you'll prepare a question, or I'll prepare, or whatever. We <laughs> we do the opposite. Yeah, yeah. So you will I'll come with my toy company. Okay, yeah, sounds good. Like so, <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to the Chino's company, um, and if we were as Roman Jews, if we were approached by a Chino's company and like, what can we do? You know, what's the big picture? Those questions are always very difficult because you know it's a big picture. Uh, you cannot really say like, okay, you need to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Yeah. Uh, the big picture is, in my mind, it is about cult following. I 100% agree with that. And it is how we're going to establish that. That's the big question here. Yeah. And I think when it comes to Chinos, what I would personally focus on, there's two ways to do this. I would either, the content that I would be making uh, would not just be the Chinos, obviously. Um, I would think in terms of the content and I would try to make it as creative as possible. The reason for that is that I would go for that cult following meaning that if we create a very creative showcase of the product so just to give you guys more of a solid idea um let's say that we have a guy or a girl uh posing in those chinos but they're all posing at the edge of fucking roof right like that's what we're all about do you know those pictures where like people uh take photos and they're like on the edge of a skyscraper and you see just their legs hanging yeah, see, yeah. Oh, so like something like that right yeah um so let's say that we use that example so i would build photos around this edgy <laughs> around this edgy um concept right so i would have people posing with the chinos maybe like the michael jackson move when he's on the tiptoes you know yeah yeah um and i would build that i guarantee that that would get a good amount of engagement just yeah. because those pictures would be really interesting yeah, I think that's kind of what that's pretty much what I was trying to get at. I just didn't put it yeah. very well. Yeah, I mean, like from from a cult following basis, what I mean by that is like you want people to be following your socials not because of your product, but because of well, I mean, obviously you want people to be interested in your product and 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 like your pages because they like your product or whatever. But what I've found is that you can get the best engagement when you do go to sell your product if people follow your pages because of the creativity behind what you're yep. putting up. Yeah. Um if people are in there for like because 
you either make them laugh by the content that you've put up or you, you, you know they, they find it cool or whatever then you'll get much much better results um from whatever you're trying to achieve if you know you're not solely basing your your content on selling or whatever uh, it's more in the creative background of what Ex- the content exactly is. exactly and i think the reason why why i wanted to bring this up Mm-hmm. Was because so many times and so often we talk to clients about the actual marketing strategies, you know. So it would be things such as, you know, we're going to target X, Y audience and then we're going to retarget people that put their stuff into the cards or view the contents of the page, you know, and things yeah. like that. We can get very technical about it, but mm-hmm. I didn't really want to get into that. I wanted yeah. that, that bigger picture. The bigger um, things. The, the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> How I personally believe people interact with content. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and and the second way, because I said at the beginning, there's two ways about it. Uh, the second way is always, and it will be for a while, uh, influencers. If you can get people to wear your stuff um, and take photos of them wearing that stuff, and they have a following, that's you can't really go wrong with that. Um, as long as the product is is okay, you know, if it's if it's a good product, if it looks looks good, then those people will almost sell it for you. Um, if you don't really have money to approach influencers, you can make a deal, you know, in a way of you'll give them a cut off of the sales or something like that. If you can track that, yeah, um, that will attract some influencers most likely. But yeah, the bigger picture, think about the creative because I think so many times we get stuck in the data and how we're going to market. Think of the creative. At the same time, sometimes we get stuck in the creative part. So. I mean, I, I definitely 50, get stuck 50. in the creative part. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> the creative part's fun. The fun bit about it. Yeah, of, of course. That's that's the the big idea. Kind of fun. Yeah, I agree with you. It's it's the much more. Even though, see, I personally do enjoy looking at numbers and. Oh no, and... no, definitely. When you can like start to tweak things and it's almost like a, a you know, you're perfecting the, yeah. the campaign that you that's that is fun as well. But I think exactly, yeah. and almost like the 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 prediction of people's behavior because you yeah. Because you're building your experience and you have been for years now, it's it's using all that experience, but at the same time, you know, turning on your instincts and mm. uh, trying to figure out how people will behave when they click on this. And then again, yeah. as we spoke about before, you're taking them on a journey. Yeah, exactly. And that's very important. Okay. That's it. That that's went, it. That went by so, quite fast. Today, I'm think? sorry I surprised you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we, I, I hopefully we saved hopefully it. My answer was kind of yeah, <laughs> expanded upon. <laughs> yeah, uh, to be fair, guys, to be fair, I did literally put him on the spot. There was no warning whatsoever. Um, yeah, this isn't uh, you know a fake. unscripted. unscripted. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fully unscripted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll get yeah. you next time, Zach. I'll get you next time. Okay, I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. I'll, honestly, I highly doubt that you can get me, but you can try. <laughs> you can it, try. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, guys. Thank you for listening. If you did, if you managed to get all the way through with us, um, just wanted to say a huge thank you to those hundred plays, wherever you are, from wherever you are. Um, it's kind of cool, you know. It's cool That's to see cool. that people yeah, yeah. actually like to hear our voices. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. Do you want to? Do you want to say bye? By the way, this podcast is possible <laughs> because of Roman Jules. <laughs> Uh, Roman Jules is a social first marketing agency. And if you're interested in what Roman Jules does, go to their new cool website that I've heard of. Brand new um, website. <laughs> it's www.romanjules.com. Um, thank you guys again. And we'll see you and talk to you, hear you on Wednesday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.